0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today at the Real Estate Podcast. I'm Todd Sumney, the Chief Industry Officer for HomeSmart International.
1: And I'm Wendy Forsythe, the Chief Operating Officer here at HomeSmart International.
0: And I've um, asked Wendy to be on the podcast today because um, we wanted to explore a mashup, so to speak, of um, maybe four or five little questions here about the mindset of top producers. So Wendy, I've put together some questions I wanna ask you about um, the mindsets of top producers and and what makes them so effective.
1: Okay, I'm ready. uh,
0: Or maybe what's on their mind. So we're gonna start with the first one here. Um, (laughs) What do you think of life balance and how that is portrayed in the life of a top producer?
1: Okay, so good one. Life balance, very topical. We're coming off of some holidays, going right. into some holidays. Um, I personally don't believe in life balance. I like So let it. that hang there for a second. So let me explain what I mean by that. Is that top producers, whether in our industry or just top performers in general, I think what they've really figured out that allows them to excel is what I would call work-life integration. So, there isn't that line between, well, now I'm working and now I'm not working and it's personal and there's some magic balance that is found. Top performers find a way to quickly go from, I'm working here, but then I got to go take the kids to soccer and then I got to show houses tonight and then, you know, I got to tuck the kids into bed. Uh, you know, I'm showing houses in the afternoon, but I'm home for dinner between five and six, and then I'm back out on appointments. There's just an integration there. There isn't this fine line, there isn't this like hard line between working and not working. And, and over the years that I've worked with some of the most successful agents and broker owners and companies across the country, that is a th- commonality right. of top producers that I see is they have that ability to integrate. All of those things into just the flow of their day.
0: The word integration solidifies it so well for me because um, we were just at the National Association of Realtors Mm -hmm. and we had to get together with a lot of our top agents from the East Coast and we were having that very discussion about, you know, for them, a lot of the top producers, there's so much passion there Mm -hmm. that it's in a way, it's not work to them, you know, it's what they do, it's what they love, and they were just talking about it's. It's um, integration is the key is the right word. It's integration. It's
1: It's that ability to, um, on a Sunday afternoon, get a text from somebody who says like I've got a question. Can I call you? And to be able to say sure, like call me, and you know have a 15 minute conversation, and then hang up the phone and go back to you know whatever you were doing. I think we set ourselves up for failure. Um, if we think that there's some control that we're going to have that says, I work during right. these hours, and then I have personal time during these hours, and if any of the two overlap or don't meet, then I don't have work-life balance. I agree with you. Um, right. You know, we're attached to our phones all the time. It's a, it's a different way. Um, so, so I think it's a mindset, and you've got to just shift that mindset of like, oh, I'm not working. Why is somebody texting me right. into, here's an opportunity, you know, there's 15 minutes of my time, and then I'm going to go back to doing, you know, whatever I was doing you know, before. Um so, so yeah, I really well, think about that mindset and integration. Well
0: and you never know when opportunity is gonna present itself. I mean we were you were talking in a meeting yesterday about how sometimes over holidays mm-hmm. there are some agents who will completely disengage mm-hmm. completely. And then there are other agents who over the holidays they actually use, they, they engage even more. Yeah. And next thing you know, during that same time period, they're really moving the needle on their business yeah. and gaining ground and where others maybe disengage too much, yep. right? So oh, good.
1: that's my All observation right. on life I love balance. It. What's next? I like
0: it. That's next. Brand building versus business development. Yes. Okay. Which is more important?
1: I love this topic. So brand bu- building versus business development. So let me define what the difference is between the two. So uh, let's start with business development. So business development is prospecting for business, kind of, you know, what we'd expect it to be. So, you know, looking for sellers, looking for buyers to build our business. Brand building is more building your brand around real estate um, and what you do and the services you offer and the expertise that, that you have. Um, that is very different than business development. And what I see top agents do is understand the difference. Mm-hmm. And what I see agents that are not reaching the goals that they have or the aspirations they have for themselves is commingling and not understanding the difference. Right. And normally, how that manifests is you'll see an agent that's not reaching their goals thinking that they're very, very busy, but they're busy doing brand development. So they're not doing enough business development, which is the prospecting, and that okay. should always come first. Like, pretty much, like if I were being really hardcore about it, if we were having sort of a heart-to-heart, if you don't have any business, you don't have a brand to develop. Right. So let's work on the business, and then we before. can yeah. talk about the, the brand. Because <laughs> right. you can develop this wonderful brand, and, and social marketing has given us such a platform for all of us to be brands in an online world, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to get any listings or sell any houses. So you've got to find very clearly the activities that you're doing and which are contributing to which. And the focus needs to be on the business development.
0: So, do you think top agents actually um, carve out time mm-hmm. and plan time for both of these skills? Mm-hmm. Um, and wh- what do they do? I mean, like, they put it on their calendar like what's a tip yeah Uh, they absolutely
1: carve out time so top agents will carve out time that they're doing business development and that always comes first So, you know, I was listening to a top agent talk recently, and they were like, you know, I from 8 to 11 and from 4 to 6 is my prospecting time. And this particular person runs a team, and they were like, from Monday through Thursday, that's our our prospecting time. And my team members have to be in four out of eight of those time slots prospecting and doing business development um then when it comes to brand building then those are different activities now you can leverage the two right. so i might be out showing houses and i might take a picture of an interesting you know water feature in the backyard or an interesting front door and i might post it on facebook which is a brand building activity, but I'm supporting it by what I'm doing, you know, out showing houses, um, which in order to show the houses, I would have been doing business building activities. So it's part of the strategy when you're, you know, sort of looking through your business is, how am I doing, you know, supporting building the brand? Because that is important, you wanna do that, but you can't spend all your time doing that and not developing your business and and prospecting for business. But the takeaway
0: I guess that I'm hearing is, understand that they're um, two different things. And um, really, you have to carve out time for the one, but you should carve out time for both, right?
1: Exactly. Right. So if I'm just starting to talk with a top agent, or or with let's just say with an agent that you know is struggling um, mm-hmm. and wants to get their business to the next level, but they feel like they're maxed out on time, and you know what, I don't know what to do to you know possibly there's more hours in the day to possibly you know do more. Um, I'll ask them to write down and look at their calendar for the last sort of two weeks, all of your activities and what filled the time in your day, and then we'll block it into these two categories where it's going into one or the other. Um, And it's amazing, like if you thought, if I had sort of props here to to show you that, if we had, you know, oranges that go in each pile, there'd be like one pile that's usually the brand building that's a lot higher than the other pile. And top producers would have more oranges in the um, business development pile.
0: Okay, so keeping with the mindset of uh, top producers, um, there's a lot of skills that agents need to develop. And if you were to break them down into phases, like Mm -hmm. what are, in your mind, the key phases that an agent needs to develop to really, or of their skill development? What are the key yeah. things they should be focusing on?
1: So there's three, and uh, this, I didn't create this. This has been a, a long known practice um, kind of in the coaching business, but the, the three phrases are first phase is in the classroom. Okay. And I'll circle back to that. Second phase is then to practice. And then the third phase is to actually perform. Okay. So when we think about how that comes to life is, you know, first we've got to learn. We gotta learn the skills, we gotta learn the techniques, we've gotta learn the legalities, we gotta learn how to write a contract before right. we, you know, go out and, and actually do it. So that's the classroom phase. And so we always have to be learning and relearning. Because right. we forget, even right. when we've been in the business, you know, a long time. Once we learn in the classroom though, we gotta move over to the practice phase. And this is the phase that tends to make people really uncomfortable. And that's the the phase of actually doing it before we're doing it in front of a buyer or seller. So I'm gonna use that word that, you know, gets people really uncomfortable of role playing. So this is like, you're gonna role play what you're gonna say before you actually say it. And top performers do that. They get uncomfortable and they get comfortable with role playing because they've learned if I'm going to mess it up, I want to mess it up with you and me. Right. I don't want to mess it up with the buyer that's looking to buy a $2 million property right. or a seller that's looking to sell a $2 million property. Right. So so that um, practice phase is critical. Do not skip that phase. Right because right. then you're ready for performance. Right. And performance is when you're actually in front of a live buyer and seller. And you know, I think of um, you know, professional athletes as a prime example. So we're in the height of football season now. It was a big football, you know, weekend every weekend. Um, but you know, think of professional football players, right? They they in the classroom, they're learning the plays that might be called out in the field. Right. They're practicing before the game together. They're out there doing their scrimmages and making sure that and they, they really- took what they learned in the classroom out to the field. Right. And then come Sunday, they're ready to perform. Right. And, and that's no different than what we need to do. If we want to earn professional-level salaries and incomes from this business, we need to act like the pros right. and, and use professional athletes as, a, as an example of
0: that right well and you know I'm a big fan of time blocking and so one of the things that I'm thinking as I'm hearing you talk is um, an exercise maybe for some of you to do would be to take your last month's calendar and look at it real quick and just write like time time block or block it out like how much was classroom how much was practice and how much was performance and maybe an exercise going forward would be to take 30 days and time block you know some classrooms some practice and some performance because um, you know, sometimes you can go to a classroom setting and come away with one nugget, mm-hmm. and that one little idea is something then that you can go practice and then implement, and it really moves the needle on your business, yep. so. For sure, we got one more before we okay, run out Okay, here time. we go, I know, Let's sorry, last okay. one. last one. Okay. This is a, a big one that I um, hear agents um, debate back and forth a lot. Should agents hire a coach?
1: Absolutely. I, I'm a total, total all in. Um, Figure out your budget, um, you know, make money, find money to hire a coach. Um, You know, we just talked about professional athletes as an example, Um, you know, professional athlete is a professional because they have a coaching staff and they often have multiple coaches. Right. And and top performing real estate agents and teams often have multiple coaches in our business as well. Right. But you should start with at least one.
0: And coaches that they even hire, like even though they might be on a pro football team, they might hire and pay for a strength coach yeah, or a conditioning coach, yeah. right? Your broker right.
1: can be your coach, right. but they're your broker, there's a difference between that. And you should seek out someone that you feel comfortable with, someone that understands what your goals are, what your strengths are, and can hold you accountable and help you get your business where you need it to be. And it may not be the same person always. So, you know, the best coaches out there recognize that that you're gonna work, that our goal together when we work together is to get from point A to point B. When you go from point B to point C, there might be another coach that is needed to get you there. So right. it doesn't mean that you always have to work with that person, but if you are all in and doubling down on your business, you absolutely need a coach to help get you there.
0: Right. Well, this has been great. So here we've uh, explored the mindset of top producers. We've covered four uh, really key topics, you know, about uh, life balance, about brand building versus business development, um, three phases of skill development and then um, hiring a coach. So, uh, Wendy, thank you for sharing those thoughts and those. Thank uh, you for having tips me, With everyone. Thank you all for joining us today on the Real Estate Podcast and uh, be on the lookout for future episodes and come join us again. And for those of you who are listening and who have listened to the podcast, we'd also invite you to like them and to um, give us reviews on how the podcast has affected your business.
1: So subscribe, like, and review. Thank you.